understanding, making faith unshakable. In this 41st episode of Our Lady Shock Troops, Kevin Rorty discusses the infused gift of the Holy Ghost given to the mind for grasping revealed truths easily and profoundly. This gift makes it nearly impossible to abandon the faith because it dispels doubt and gives an intimate, instinctive understanding of supernatural truths. We look to the examples of the saints, and it helps us to focus on a particular mystery of the faith to which God draws you. The episode concludes with suggested practical ways to cultivate this extremely important gift. Praise be Jesus and Mary. I'm David Rodriguez, content director for the Fatima Center, joined once again by Kevin Rorty of Soka, Souls of the Christian Apostolate. Kevin, thank you for joining me. Thanks, David. Good to see you again. It's good to see you too. We're here in the month of July. It's the month of the precious blood. And we also recently celebrated the Feast of Aleman Karma. So that's always very important for us here at the Fatima Center because at the final apparition of Our Lady in October, our Blessed Mother held out the round scapular, her garment, her Carmelite garment, which Sister Lucia took to understand very clearly that she wanted us all to wear it. So that's one of the important ways of living the message of Fatima. And I always like to remind people of that in July because that's the month of Our Lady Mount Carmel. In fact, I think it's interesting, Kevin, just a side little note, that you, there's a parish there near you in Colorado named after Our Lady Mount Carmel. And I was passing through there years ago, boy, yep. it was early 2000s. But it's been 20 years, I think. And I didn't even plan it. I wasn't thinking, but we hit the parish on this day, the feast day. I mean, on the feast day of Our Lady Mount Carmel. And the priest was absolutely wonderful, kind, attentive, great with the kids. I think what impressed me most was how he was so willing to stop his day just to attend to us perfect strangers. And you could really see that he was interested in our salvation. Father Dupre was his name. We had a lot of kids with us, and they weren't all invested with the bus captain, so he invested them with it at the time. So it was, uh, it's a very fond memory awesome. I have of, of Colorado. So yes, that's something Bounce Cappy should be invested. But anyway, before we get too far started, we should start with prayer, Kevin. So if you'll lead us, please. Let's start. Yep. Yeah. In the Father and the Son and the Holy Ghost. Amen. Veni Sancte Spiritus repletorum corda fidelium et tui moris in eis in nimishende. Emite Spiritum tuum et crebuntur. Et renovabis facim terre. Oremus Deus qui corda fidelium Sancti Spiritus illustrationi d'acquisti. Da nobis in eodem spiritu recrasapere et eu semper consolatione gaudere. Per Christum Dominum Nostrum. Amen. Amen. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Ghost. Amen. So, Kevin, we have been going through the gifts of the Holy Ghost, and we are down to the last two now. I think today we could handle understanding. So, Three of the gifts, if you recall, deal more primarily with our wills. All the gifts are for our higher faculties of our soul, our intellect and our will. Three of them, fear of the Lord, fortitude, and piety, deal with the will. Whereas another three, counsel and knowledge, which we already covered, and now today understanding, deal primarily with the intellect. I'm sure it'll help if you maybe clarify it, explain it, give us a definition, because understanding can often be, especially when I'm talking to younger children that are getting ready for confirmation, 
They're like knowledge, understanding, like these are synonyms, like what's the difference? Um, yeah. They might even throw wisdom in there. Like there are all these words that sort of sound very similar. And you know, the gifts might be similar, but there are some differences, and we can, I'm sure, talk about that. So we want to take it away from Yeah. Us. Yeah, and I would say that we should think about these insofar as, I mean, they're amazing in themselves, but they also are, they're gifts given, that's what a gift is, for our salvation. And so it's not just a matter of that we come to understand the differences of these, but we want to be able to pray for each of these gifts and be attentive to each one of these gifts in our very lives so we can cooperate with God's inspiration so he can pray through us and so he can fill us with the love that he loves himself with and to know him in the way, I mean, to come to know him more in a way that he, he knows himself, which is in a pretty dark manner in this life through faith, but these gifts help us penetrate in certain ways. So, that being said, here's a little definition from, again, Father John Hardin's Modern Catholic Dictionary for understanding. He says, the infused gift of the Holy Spirit given to the mind, this is understanding, for grasping revealed truths easily and profoundly. It differs from faith because it gives insight into the meaning of what a person believes, whereas faith, as such, merely assents to what God has revealed. This gift produces three principal effects in those who possess it. They are enabled to penetrate to the very core of revealed truths without ever fully understanding their meaning. Second, they are confirmed in their belief by acquiring great certitude in the revealed word of God. And third, they are brought to the knowledge of a great number of truths by drawing numerous conclusions from revealed principles. End quote. Okay, so uh, let's start at the beginning here. And... Try to just get what he's saying when he says it differs from faith because it gives insight into the meaning of what a person believes, whereas faith as such merely assents to what God has revealed. Okay, so this is where I think it's very pertinent for our times uh, because there are many cultural Catholics, many of whom are maybe on the more liberal leaning, but some on the very opposite spectrum as well where there's a sense that we say, okay, the faith is true, I assent to this, but really penetrating the the meaning behind it, why does this, what is the reality? I I can say the creed and I can say, yeah, I believe that, but do I really believe that God became man? Have I pondered that, have I penetrated that truth and has that truth penetrated me? So I can enter more into God's inner life and his will in all of this. And so, you can think of someone who's even in the state of mortal sin. They can't have the supernatural virtue of charity, and they can't have the supernatural virtue of hope, but they can have the supernatural virtue of faith as long as the mortal sin they committed was not directly opposed to the supernatural virtue of faith. That shows that even someone in the state of mortal sin can assent and say, I believe these things, right? Now, there's obviously a whole lot that has to do with the will and charity, but Something we should recognize there is not just the whole distinction of mortal sin, not mortal sin, but also just assenting shouldn't be something we consider. That's it. Like you've made it, you know, we want to be able to penetrate into the meaning of these things. Right. So, again, it differs from faith because it gives insight into the meaning of what a person believes, whereas faith as such merely assents to what God has revealed. So revealed truth is things that we can never come to just through our rational thinking, the two highest of them being first 
the Trinity, three persons in one God, uh, and then second, the incarnation, that God became man. Those are the two highest truths, revealed truth, right? We can come to a logical conclusion that God exists through our own reasoning and seeing in creation that there is a creator, but we could never come to the conclusion that there is a trinity or that God became man, right? That is revealed truth. So, okay, yes, I believe that's true. But now the gift of understanding helps me to penetrate into that, whereas he goes on to say that they'll, they'll never fully understand. We're never going to fully understand the trinity, right? It's a mystery. It's mysterious. But as a mystery, it's something, in a way, you could think of it as infinite, right? It's infinite insofar as we can just penetrate and understand it more and more and more. Think of, like, a car, right? You can ascend to that is a car right there. I, I recognize the essence of that thing right there is a car. But, yeah, I, I don't really understand how cars work a whole lot. You know, there's an engine and, you know, there are wheels and there's a hood and stuff. But, I mean, really, some people penetrate it much more deeply, right? Now, the difference between that and penetrating into these truths, you know, revealed truth, is that in that case, you can use your natural reasoning to just logically deduce things. That's what theologians do. They say, well, because of this, therefore this, you know, in a deductive way. But in a mystical way, the gift of understanding helps us to penetrate these truths, not through our own natural reasoning, but in an intuitive way that God gives us he infuses this understanding, you know, that's what we, that's why it's called understanding, an understanding of these mysteries in a deeper way. Just like a husband may understand his wife or the wife understands the husband in a much yeah. deeper way, in a mysterious way that you can't, you know, someone who's just a scientist who studies these people is not going to be able to fully do, fully understand in that mysterious way or the way a mother knows or understands her child, right? Um, and so that's what God gives us as this amazing gift in understanding with these revealed truths. And you could think, if you want to simplify revealed truth, just think, go through the creed. You know, that's a very simple way to think of revealed truth or uh, scripture for sure. He goes on to say, they're confirmed in their belief by acquiring a great certitude in the word of God. So understanding not just, yeah, I say this is true, just like two plus two equals four, but like I'm convicted that this is really true in a way where it's almost like you see life, like St. Teresa describes that toward the end of her life, she saw life almost more like a dream and that like heaven was more real than this life in a way. Understanding helps us to see these revealed truths as the ultimate truth, not that there's some background truth, but they're more true than all these other truths. And there's a hierarchy to truth. It's not that, you know, one plus one is two is not a true thing, but, you know, the incarnation is a greater truth than that. And so this gift helps us to penetrate that in a way that's mysterious, but we come to understand it better and we get a greater conviction about it. And then from there, sometimes, you know, people that are having this mystical life then come to be able to draw certain conclusions. I mean, many of our great theologians in the church certainly uh, were inspired with the gift of understanding, like St. Thomas Aquinas, for example, et cetera. But this gift of understanding really it gives an understanding that penetrates beyond what our natural capacity could ever do. It is truly supernatural above nature. So there's my initial foray into the subject. Yeah. Yeah. No, I think it's um, very important because so often I think this is where 
he sort of dropped the ball in terms of keeping the faith, especially with, let's say, a younger generation when you're parents or even grandparents and you're concerned about your children getting the faith. Totally. You will often hear sort of people talk about how, well, you know, what did I could have done? I, I took my kids to mass. I, I taught them the catechism or they learned Baltimore catechism. I sent them to CCD. You know, they got their sacraments, whatever. I put them in youth group. I don't know, whatever parents will say. And then they kind of like still lose the faith because, of course, I mean, there's a lot of factors in the world's affecting you. But I always think one of it is maybe just that, you know, and the things that we say, if it's just about like going to classes and learning the faith and assenting some of these truths, without that very firm conviction, then it's not that strong and it can get lost easier or it will be affected by the world more. And so that's the part I like the most when you were talking about the definition, you talked about those two effects. And the second one is you said how it confirms their belief, because once you have this understanding it's like you just know deep down inside this is true and you have a very powerful sense of why it's true uh, because, again, God's giving you this gift. So you can see it could be interconnections. It could be deeper aspects of the mystery, the way they interconnect with other parts of the mystery, with your life. But but you just know, like, it's true. Again, I like yeah. when you mentioned the husband and the wife because a lot of it's that. I mean, yeah, someone can ask me, you know, write down on a piece of paper, let's say, the things that you love about your wife. And, yeah, you can do that. And it's a good exercise. And But – but it goes well beyond that. I mean, you yeah. cannot limit, you know, sort of like what it is. Even in conversation, I mean, uh, I probably could talk many, many, many hours and still not get it. It's sort of like the real crux of it. But deep inside you, you know. You know that you really love the yes. person. You know they really love you. And, and you don't doubt it, right? Uh, if you have a strong marriage, then you're not doubting. You're not worried, oh, does my wife love me or not? It's a very firm conviction. And you can connect all things to it very easily, but it's always there. It's always present. You don't doubt it. Well, if we could be that way with our faith as well in these truths, then we're not going to be as shaken. So I think it is very important for us, uh, certainly as parents, but as individuals also. I mean, pray for this gift so that you won't be shaken. Those under your care, whether you be a, a priest or, or a father or mother, that they will get the gift of understanding because I really do think that if we have this gift of understanding, we don't want to go away from truth, right? We love, we have this just innate, inherent desire for truth. It's very hard for someone to know something is false and like still go after it and want it. <laughs> we, we just don't do that. It takes a bit of a, I don't know, maybe a mental disease to do that. Um, so when you really know something is true, you don't get so deviated. And, and that's, I think, what happens a lot of times with our young people. They, and not just young people, everybody, really. It's, it's not just young. If we don't have that understanding, we won't be as solid. So I see that as a very important aspect of this gift. Yeah, and it's interesting. St. Thomas Aquinas says that the gift of understanding, like the other gifts, he kind of draws parallels connecting the gifts with different beatitudes. And he says that the sixth beatitude corresponds to understanding, which is blessed are the clean of heart, for they Mm -hmm. shall see God. Mm -hmm. And so I think... Uh, yeah, they see God. Yeah, it's not just, okay, I assent to this, but like we were saying, faith with the aid of the gifts allows us to penetrate and see God in a deeper way, whereas in this life, just merely assenting, it's a very dark manner. You don't, I mean, it's purely by faith, you know, whereas these gifts help elevate us to a supernatural plane to penetrate beyond what this fallen state allows us to see. You know, these things are actually true. But in our day to day, when you look around, yeah, I mean, beautiful creation out here in Colorado and all, so that helps. But 
it's still so far from the personal ecstatic reality of God's life with the Trinity forever in heaven. Like that's, that's something that we get to penetrate a little more into with the gift of understanding. And so we can see that it's still going to be in a foggy manner, but more and more bright with this gift. But again, it's something infinite that we continue to penetrate more and more into. You know, like think of Our Lady. At every moment of her life, she was increasing at an exponential rate in holiness. Uh, I read a Dominican theologian who said that. Think of she's she's. It's not like oh, you know, I've I've contemplated all there is. Like I'm bored now. It's an infinite mystery that just is more and more profound, more and more amazing, more and more captivating that our soul really desires to perceive and penetrate into. And it's interesting because St. John of the Cross says something akin to this, that the revealed truths are like silvered services, that when you penetrate them, there's like gold underneath. But you've got to penetrate through it. And that's what he describes for mystical life, um, receiving God's word, meditating on it, and letting it penetrate us. And we penetrate that truth in, in a very mysterious but deep way. Tell me what you think of this, um, because a lot of times I think people do, I think I mentioned this just at the start, let's say, want to know the distinction between a wise one gift called knowledge and a wise one gift called understanding. And so the way I've sort of understood it, made sense of it, is that knowledge would deal, first of all, it'll enter more into the realm of the created things, the natural things, whereas the understanding is a lot more focused on the supernatural, divinely revealed truths. So, again, knowledge can be a little more yes. practical. What can I be doing in my life right now, given all the circumstances and situation? Whereas understanding is kind of almost more like a higher contemplation where you're delving more into – it's more focused on God ultimately. And this is why I also think that maybe a lot of times we don't tap into this gift or, or use this gift because if we're too worldly – I go back to this all the time. I think one of our biggest weaknesses is that we spend so much time in the world – uh, we don't think about the things of God enough. We don't talk about the things about God enough. We're not thinking about these supernatural truths. Truths of the creed. I mean, how often do people sort of sit there and think about some of these truths of the creed? I was reading somewhere, it, it might have been in Tanqueray, who was saying that it might have been with a different gift, though. A very pious, humble woman would just start like, Our Father, who art in heaven. And then she could never finish the Our Father. Because like, her whole day would like go into like thinking, she'd cry tears and she'd be thinking like, how can this be my father who is in heaven and what that means? And like, if we took these words seriously, and we could, we could kind of get lost in that contemplation, but we don't often. You know, we blitz through some of these prayers. So I think that's why understanding is perhaps underappreciated, simply because we don't spend enough time really exerting ourselves and making the effort and having the desire to think about these divine divinely revealed truths and it's so important though because once you get those down everything else is starting to make a lot more sense and flows so much more easily i mean again i always bring this back to fatima because <laughs> that's our apostolate but that's one of my answers if if i can get people to where they understand this i usually don't go here because people don't get it but now they're in this context they'll get it and when they say well why haven't we gotten russia consecrated you know why aren't the bishops and the priests and the lady living the message of fatima i mean one of my reasons i say well because we lack understanding because we're not seeing how all these truths are interconnected and are really convicted by it. And so it's not just lay people that lack understanding, but if our bishops are lacking understanding and our priests are lacking this gift and not utilizing it well, they're not seeing this impact that the truths that Our Lady came to remind us of. She didn't come to reveal anything new. It's, it's all truths out of the faith and positive faith. But we're so 
so far removed from them that we don't realize how important they are and we're not convicted of them. It's not all credible to us. All these things that the gift of understanding tells us. So I think it's so important if we're living the message of Fatima, which we must, because it's the only solution uh, to have that gift of understanding. It's really going to help us live it out, understand it, make sense of it, and then really want to do it because it makes sense. Again, it's the truth, and we're going to thirst after it. Yeah. I think the distinction you made uh, at the beginning of that point about that knowledge has to do with creation, and it, it has kind of the two sides to the coin of, like, the beauty of God and creation and in our daily activity the flip side of that, the fact that creation has fallen and that there is evil and that there are bad spirits as well in our day to day to be able to discern between the good and the bad. Um, that's what knowledge helps with and created level. And then understanding would be particularly with revealed supernatural truths insofar as they go beyond what our natural reason would be able to attain to. But, yeah, as far as that, we should have this desire. I mean, this is we should understand these gifts are. They're going to be interconnected, right? And so just like when you love someone, you want to get to know them more, getting to know them more helps you love them more. This gift of understanding is going to be absolutely integral to that. And I would encourage people to foster this gift by reading scripture and asking our Lord to inspire this gift of understanding. I mean, everything in scripture is the word of God. You go and read St. Paul. I mean, one phrase there can have immense impact on your outlook for the day, for the week, for your entire life. When you really grasp what he says, you know, when I am weak, then I am strong. Or our Lord says that this is eternal life, to know thee, the one true God in Jesus Christ, whom thou hast sent. What amazing meaning when we really penetrate that and we taste it in a way that these gifts allow us particularly understanding in this case to be able to see what is the meaning behind that. Wow. That's amazing that we're brought up into this life to know God in an intimate way or the fact that, yeah, when I'm weak, that shows how God is actually powerful and there's deep beauty in that, you know, that God still helps us and he works through us. And it's in that very time of acknowledging our weakness, like St. Paul, he gives us a list of all his, his crosses that he boasts of. And then he says, and then I was given a thorn in my flesh even after this mystical experience. And it's in that that I boast in that because when I'm weak, then I'm strong because Christ's strength is made perfect in weakness. You know, and you start to see how this, you know, in a way you maybe not be able to articulate. Someone asks you, you might not be able to articulate. Maybe you will, but there's something about it. You're like, wow, this all fits together. There's this deeper reality behind all of this that these silvered services of these revealed truths, you know, the articles of faith, as they're mm-hmm. so-called in theology, help us to penetrate through more. Yeah, it, I mean, it, it's it's an awesome adventure. It's a great alternative to, you know, and that's putting it mildly, to all the nonsense that the world offers today. Sure. Yeah, I think also it always helps to just look at maybe examples of the saints. I like pulling some of those out because that maybe makes it, you know, gives you a connection. And so a couple of examples I thought were great. One is St. Bonaventure. He was, I'm not sure who he was talking to, but I remember them asking him, like, you know, how is it that you get this great wisdom? It may have been a conversation with St. Thomas Aquinas. I think that's the right story. Anyway, St. Bonaventure explained that, actually, no, no, that's wrong. He didn't explain, because in his response, he didn't use words. 
he basically just pointed to the crucifix that he had hanging on his wall. And it was like, it's, it's just constantly looking at him that then enables me to get like all this other insights, understanding to all these other mysteries. But he explained, and that's really going right yeah. to what you said about St. Paul. We're not going to have understanding if we're not doing that, if we're not focused there on the crucifix. I mean, St. Bonaventure is this great doctor of the church and he needed that. And then another example, and I forget the story was with St. Thomas Aquinas. You know, don't quote me on that one, but the saint was basically really struggling with a particular passage of scripture, could not understand it because scripture is so mysterious and went and spent like weeks praying and literally like shedding tears, begging God to give him understanding. And I'm like, wow, I mean, there are times where I read something and I wish I understood it, but I don't like get uber focused on it and spend days in tears. I guess that's why I don't get it. And I believe the way the story even finished is that St. Peter and St. Paul come down and appear to the saint. Again, I think it's Thomas Aquinas. And they explain that passage to him. But only after, you know, he spent like time. Yeah. <laughs> only after he spent time like on his knees and, and crying and things like that, really begging for this light, this understanding. So the saints need it. You know, we need it. Um, it is this divine light. I mean, if St. Peter and St. Paul are appearing to you, <laughs> it's divine light. And I think that's we we can sort of connect there, that that's understanding. Even just, I would say, maybe on a on a simpler level for us, being able to penetrate or understand deeper the sacraments. You know, the sacraments are so important to really be filled with this conviction that when the water flows over, for example, the baby or whoever's being baptized, that the original sin really is being washed away, that they really are dying with Christ, being nailed to the cross, born again. You know, we say these things, but to get a deeper understanding even of the real presence of our Lord, his, the essence beneath those accidents. Um, all of that, I think, is really connected with wisdom. And again, when you really get convinced of those things, then you're going to be unshaken, bringing me back yeah. to that point that it really confirms confirms our belief. Yeah. And one thing that uh, Father Gergou Lagrange, uh, the great mystic theologian in the 20th century, said is in the progress through the purgative stage to the illuminative stage of prayer, y'all don't remember that, check out our previous videos on the stages, that often a soul will start to be drawn, not always, but often will be drawn to one, maybe two, often one particular mystery. And that would actually make sense given religious order names, you know, when you when someone enters religious life, for the, the guys it's like of the incarnation and for the women it's like Mother Mary, Jesus and Mary and the Holy Household and the servants, it's like, you know, they have really long names. But the point is that often people are drawn to like one or two mysteries. And so take that as an inspiration and a gift um, and ask for the gift of understanding to help penetrate these things more so that you can really see, okay, the God is drawing me in this way. This mystery helps me to come closer to him and he will act in a particular way. Like certain saints have like, St. Therese of the Child Jesus in the Holy Face. There's one where she has the two names, right? And she was drawn very much to that child, the child Jesus, right? St. John of the Cross, very much drawn to the crucifixion, right? St. Teresa of Avila, St. Teresa of Jesus, very much drawn to Christ and his humanity. Despite all her mystical life, she emphasized so much the humanity of Christ. There's so many other, um, St. Anthony, I believe, was the baby Jesus, uh, others of the Trinity, Elizabeth of the Trinity, etc. So God, you know, as you progress, you know, maybe you're doing going through your rosary and there's certain mysteries that you really feel drawn to and it, you see a lot of things through this lens. God will use that 
and draw you in certain ways often. So pray for the gift of understanding to be able to penetrate that and to understand which of these mysteries, you know, God might be calling you to or maybe ask for the gift of counsel to help discern that. Yeah. So I'll close and ask you maybe to do the same. If you have others, what we can do. You've already touched on it a bit, how we can cultivate this gift now that we've talked about just how important it is and people want to have it. Uh, so obviously having a lively and, and simple faith, but a lively faith, very important to cultivate this to humbly implore God for this gift. You know, so you got to ask the Holy Ghost, give me this light. you got to want it. That goes back to my story that I just gave about like Thomas Aquinas on his knees, really begging for it. So to humbly implore it. And then something that's a theme in these thoughts is meditation. Right? You have to meditate because that's really, I think, where understanding begins to get, get fostered. And it's not just meditating, but loving the mysteries, which is why I think meditation is so important. Ask God to give you that love for the mysteries. Try to do your best, yeah. as you're saying, with the mysteries of the rosaries. Maybe there's this mystery that you love more than another. Like you're saying, you're drawn to it. So that love. And that will open up the doors. One last thing that's practical for me that I think has helped me a fair amount just in the past as I read the description of understanding in preparation for the show, I thought to myself, reading Father James Maudsley's books, I do recommend them to everyone. I mean, talk about making connections and penetrating scripture and connecting all the truths of our faith. He's really been opening up my mind, again, with a lot of different meanings that the passages of scripture have. Uh, now on my own, even when I'm not reading his books, but it's kind of like he's shown me, I can start seeing the humanity of Christ and the divinity of Christ and a lot of the Old Testament stories, you know, and the brothers and this. So, and it just does, it opens it up and you're like, whoa, I never knew all this was there. So, on a very maybe simple way for people who want to do something and they're not even sure where to get started. I mean, faith is, is important. Prayer is very important. Contemplate. And I would also recommend certainly Father Maudsley's. It's the, the new old series that he's got. Those are fantastic books. Any ideas yeah. you have in addition or anything else for us to maybe cultivate this gift? Yeah, I would, I would first just summarize what I said was try to find a particular truth. Maybe it's the incarnation or the crucifixion or the agony in the garden, you know, an easy place to start would be with the mysteries of the rosary. If you're doing that every day, you're going through these mysteries, you've probably been going through them daily for a long time. And so uh, you might be able to have a sense just from that, what you're drawn to. And then, yeah, make sure you spend some time reading scripture and trying to ask God, not just for a human understanding. You know, I think it's easy with, a world where we have a lot of apologetics that we have to do to really convince ourselves and others of this is reasonable. We're not crazy. Um, <laughs> but this, you know, even faith goes, you know, reason cannot attain to faith. And this goes even higher than faith. So really disposing yourself to want to penetrate much, much further than just this is reasonable. And my own reason, you got to allow space for God to infuse a deeper understanding there. So there's sort of a, an art to, being cooperative while you're reading scripture or while you're meditating on the mysteries of the rosary to make sure that it's, it's not just your own forcing it, you know, and that's where I would say spending the time in meditation, like you were saying, David is critical where you give that space to converse with God, to be in silence, to just be there with him and let him act and cooperate with that and listen, so to speak, because we just, we can't do it on our own and desiring this, is manifested in spending time on it. You've got to spend time with it. Good deal. So focus on a particular mystery, read scripture, desire it. Uh, I guess we'll go ahead and close with a little prayer that will enable us to ask the Holy Ghost for understanding. And again, that comes from this wonderful prayer book of 
lots of different prayers of the Holy Ghost, novenas, and other such things. You'll find this one in there as well. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Ghost. Amen. O Holy Ghost, impart to me the gift of understanding, the clear light revealing to my mind the mysteries of faith, the things that are above, not darkly as in a mirror, but in a clear and convincing manner, in order to captivate my heart. In the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Ghost. Amen. Amen. Thanks, Kevin, for another great show. We got one left in this series, so wisdom. Uh, get together in two weeks, and see you then. Looking forward to it. God bless everyone. Our Ladies Shock Troops is brought to you by the Fatima Center. Copyright 2023. All rights reserved. The message of Fatima is the solution for our time. Only she can help us now. It is urgent that we live according to Our Lady's message and share it with everyone we know. For more resources and to support this vital apostolate with your donation, visit our website, Fatima.org or call us at 1-800-263-8160. May all we do be for the glory of God and salvation of souls. Immaculate Heart of Mary, pray for us. O Holy Ghost, grant me thy gift of understanding.